Welcome to the Big Ticket Clients Podcast, where we feature expert thought leaders and cover the best strategies, stories, and psychology you need to land big ticket clients. Because as you know, you can't catch a whale with a worm. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay with the Big Ticket Clients Podcast, and it's my pleasure to introduce you to Joe Nicasio. How you doing out there, Joe? I am a beacon of love. Well, by the way, I see that you are calling from your car. Could you describe your environment, my friend? <laughs> yeah, I'm in West Los Angeles. I am across from a Starbucks. I'm tapping into their free Wi-Fi. Oh! I am, I am the... Re- <laughs> I am the resourcer, you know, so I am, I am using the resources that I can tap into. And you know what, Joe, from what I've come to learn about you, you are a gentleman that knows how to convert resources into big things. And you've had a lot of ups and downs. You've made millions of dollars in the technology and computer industries, and you've had dramatic falls as well. Tell us one of your sort of rags to riches to rag stories, if you could. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, you know, I was building computers in high school electronics before DOS came out before the internet. Um, and I was a technology guy I used to work for Eastman Kodak and all that. Uh, I, I was selling a, a high level software product and I made over a million dollars selling that product. And, um, one of the sad parts of technology is what's hot technology one day is dead technology the next. And, I kept pumping money into something that was a dead horse and I found myself very underwater and um, uh, I I was very depressed. But one (laughs) of the things that came along is I ended up finding a mentor, a guy named Mm. Jay Abraham. I went to one of his seminars and he taught me so much about marketing and uh, uh, gave me a world-class education and I helped him put together the Jay Abraham Marketing Encyclopedia. And so, I am a marketing expert today as a result of having a great mentor. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not going to let you just slip that in and we're not going to, we're just going to move on. No, we're not going to move on. Okay. You, (laughs) okay. No, you got to tell me the story of how you crashed and burned from the top of the world. And when you found yourself at the bottom, here comes Jay Abraham. Oh my gosh. Tell us about that. So, yeah, you know. Uh, I, I had lost everything. I was, gosh, I was getting the collector calls, you know, 40 phone calls a day from <laughs> bill collectors. It was, it was painful. But, you know, I got this thing in the mail. Tony Robbins endorsed Jay Abraham. And um, I put 500 bucks on a credit card for a $5,000 event. Imagine 500 people in a room that paid $5,000 to be at wow. this event. World-class people world-class education there was no selling at the back of the room we were getting the real stuff and we went from eight in the morning to midnight you know three nights in a row and after this event you know i realized oh my goodness oh my goodness i i know so much about technology but i realized at the time i didn't know squat about marketing and after this they asked me would you like to come to another event and i didn't have the money (laughs) dr pele you know and so um they said, well, we know that, but you can barter. And I'm like, well, what could I possibly do? And they said, we need transcription. And they sent me boxes and boxes of audio cassettes of 30 years of marketing think tanks sorted by 30 marketing topics. 
Wow. And I listen to these audios. I transcribe them to a yellow pad, summarize them, type them up, sent them into Jay's office. And these, these topics got compiled into the Jay Abraham marketing encyclopedia. I can, you know, I can channel Jay Abraham to this day. Yeah. You know, I know his material inside and out. Um, um, and I got a world-class education. And so I, before I started this, I was not a marketing expert, but this was uh, working with Jay for seven years was something that definitely put me on the path. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure you, you um, explain that to us because for anyone who knows Jay Abraham, okay, we're talking top of the food chain and Joe ha- having him as a mentor. Um, I, I know that that has literally uh, changed your life and you're very successful today. I'm sure partially because of it. I, I have a similar uh, uh, story. Actually, I, uh, I worked for Les Brown. Um, I was, okay. his, yeah, I was his uh, marketing guy for, for a few months and uh, I helped him put together his stuff on his website and, I can tell you that changed my life. You know, in fact, there was a day when I was on the phone with him and I was complaining about my life. And he goes, uh, Pele, how many people do you know who have uh, Les Brown on the phone with them right now? <laughs> I went, uh, nobody. He said, exactly. So you better straighten up and fly right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, so tell us about Joe Nicasio today. Okay. Today you are a business coach. You are an author. You wrote the book, Resurrecting America's Entrepreneurial Spirit. You look, here's one thing that you've done that just totally floors me. Okay. You call yourself an author, a business mechanic, and a marketing consultant. Okay, what does that mean? <laughs> well, authors, you know, I've written a book, of course, but um, business mechanic, you know, I used to troubleshoot high-tech electronics, and those troubleshooting skills have come in very handy as I work with businesses and business owners. You know, I am very diagnostic and forensic in my approach to pinpoint what's working and what's not. You know, when I was working on electronics, my first job in electronics, I used to repair stereos and, and, and turntables and all that. And my boss would give me a piece of equipment that was broken. He would say, fix it. <laughs> and that's what I would do. And I would troubleshoot, you know, we get the schematic diagram out and we would pinpoint exactly what components were needed to be replaced and repaired. And, and that's what my job was. And um, I am... You know, I was the best electronics troubleshooter, and now I am a a business problem solver and troubleshooter. And um, I think that's one of the things I take pride in um, is my ability to, you know, fine-tune the little nuances. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to think that um, discernment was the ability to sort right from wrong, mm-hmm. and it is. It is. But true discernment is the ability to sort right from almost right. Because almost right still isn't right. Oh, yeah. And that little fine-tuning, you know, if you're on a radio station that's 640, but you're at 630 or 650, mm-hmm. it's going to be distorted. And that's what's happening with a lot of people is they think they know what they're doing with their marketing, and they're almost right. And because they're not precisely right, they struggle. Yeah. Well, today, uh, Joe, you are a top business coach, uh, very credible, very well-known, an authority in your field. What do you mean by you help people create a dream business? What exactly do you mean by a dream business? I'm so glad you asked that. You know, it's, <laughs> I think most people are in a career by default or 
a, a, a business by default and not by design. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I do with my clients, you know, they come to me and they say, Joe, it's like, I'm tired of submitting my resumes. I'm tired of working for idiots. I want to create, you know, a business and they start, I think they want to make money, which is important. But I say, you know what, why don't we get a blank canvas and create your dream business from scratch? So let's combine your talents and your skills and your abilities. Let's combine that with your passions and those things that you love and those things that you get charged up about. And then also get that in alignment with how you can make money so that if you're having fun, making money, making a difference, you know, you wake up every day knowing, you know what, I'm, I got superpowers, I'm changing lives, I'm improving lives, I'm improving businesses, I'm improving people, I'm having fun with it, I'm getting paid. Because, um, you know, you know if, if I was going to say, you know, where's the committee for Dr. Pele to uh, create a dream business for him? It doesn't exist. It's you. It's you. You are in charge of the committee for creating your dream business. And most of us never were, were taught to think that way. But I think that way, and it gives me great pleasure to help people create a business that they're passionate about, good at, and in alignment with solving a problem they get paid for. Absolutely. No, that, that, that's great. And, and I, I know that you've talked about the employee escape plan. Tell us the kinds of challenges that the people who you serve in the employee escape plan what kind of challenges do they struggle with and what belief systems do you have to help them shift so they can be fully successful? I know you've sort of started answering that, but take us a little further into that. Um, I think the first thing is most people that have a job have a mentality of what can I do for a paycheck or what can I do to earn money? Mm-hmm. And entrepreneurs have to think a little different entrepreneurs think what problem can I solve that I can get paid for? Mm-hmm. You know, like, so in order for me to make biz- money as a, as an entrepreneur, I have to show up with Dr. Pele. What's working with you? What's not? Yeah. You know, what are the problems you're facing? And if I could help you, so if you had a, a problem, that was a hundred thousand dollar problem. It was impacting you. Mm-hmm. either negatively or positively, $100,000 not to have that problem solved. And I could solve that problem for $10,000. The easiest way to make $10,000 is solve somebody's $100,000 problem. There you go. And, and so this is one of the challenges. I think one of the challenges people have is making that decision of what business should I be in. And it should be really, and I have worksheets and exercises to help overcome all this but you really need to start thinking of others and how can I make other people's lives better with my magic? Yeah. You know, and, and I, I, I'm assuming this is also part of your book, uh, Resurrecting America's Entrepreneurial Spirit. Kinda. I, I am coming up with another book called Employee Escape Plan 2.0. Okay. Uh, Resurrecting America's Entrepreneurial Spirit was really inspired when I was asked to speak to 50 people. And they all had bachelor's, master's, or PhDs. And this group of people, the one thing they all had in common is they were all unemployed. Oh. (laughs) And and I was in this room, and and they were all looking for jobs. And they said, Joe, we don't have a problem finding jobs. We just have a problem finding a job based on the stuff we learn in the university. Uh Uh-huh. 
And so I said, you know, if you get a dream job, it's kind of like, it's not an entitlement. Nobody owes you that. If, if you find a dream job, you're kind of lucky. But if you can't, so I asked the group, I go, if you can't find a dream job out there, how many of you would like to create your dream job as an entrepreneur? Show of hands. And about 60% of the hands went up. Yeah. And my buddy, my buddy, Jason Chase, he's behind me going like, ask them how many are afraid. <laughs> how many of you are afraid of starting your own business? Like a hundred percent of the hands <laughs> went up and I'm like, I'm like, Oh no, this is America, the land of opportunity. What's wrong with this picture? I was feeling all kinds of emotions like this is a failure of the education system. Mm -hmm. And I was also feeling like if entrepreneurial spirit was like represented by a flame, it's like somebody came into this room and took a fire hose and put everybody's flame out. Yeah. So, you know, we look at people like Donald Trump or Oprah Winfrey or Richard Branson and we say their entrepreneurial spirit is alive because they're making billions of dollars. Yes. But for the for the average proletariat working class person, they are petrified. And so I wrote that book specifically to address do you have that flame that's been put out? Mm. Are you afraid? And I identified 21 spirit killers. Wow. And then for each, uh, the, so the chapters are spirit killer number one, and then the next chapter is spirit builder number one, oh, how nice. to overcome that. Nice. And I, so I did that 21 times in the book. The book's actually three sections, and that's the, the meat of the book. But, um, uh, it, you know, I was writing a marketing book at first, and, it, and it, I ended up tossing all that in the trash can, and it became a calling to write this book because it's sad that we have so many people in this country that are afraid to start a business when America is the land of opportunity. La land of the free, land of opportunity. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know, so one of the things I recognized is in America, we tell, we tell our kids, go to school, get an education, and be a servant to some master. Yeah. In other countries, they say, go to America. It's the land of opportunity. You can start your own business and get rich. <laughs> so we have, we have all these foreigners coming here and thriving and prospering, and yet our own kids got these great educations, and they're looking to build somebody else's dream and not their own. And so this whole idea of employee escape plan is like step two, writing the book, Resurrecting America's Entrepreneurial Spirit, was so important that – because if you're afraid – to start a business mm -hmm. you failed before you even started so that book was kind of a precursor to the work that i'm doing today. to the work that you're doing now and and you know to be to be just blatantly honest uh it takes a decision right to get to begin the journey to begin the process of going to what you're doing right now look at you you are sitting in your car having fun, laughing with me. And this is actually called work. <laughs> I, I, I know. Actually, I'm a digital nomad. I travel all over the place. I visit my clients all over the place. Yeah. Literally, I just, I just got through spending a week in Orange County and it's like, where should I go live next week? <laughs> so I, I was thinking about Oxnard or Ventura or Santa Barbara, but I could go down to San Diego. Yeah. I was actually going to go do an Airbnb and figure it out. You know, yeah. And, and, and even, even on my end, you know, I, I, I'm working out of my home office. I have my kids laughing and jumping around in the next room. I got to close the door so they don't interrupt us. But we both got here because of a decision, a, an initial decision to pursue this, as you call it, escape plan. So on that note, could you give us a sense of some of the changes 
that you have to walk possible or potential clients through from where they are now, you know, the sort of, oh, I don't know what decision to make or I'm stuck in this big corporate, you know, jungle to the freedom that entrepreneurship can provide. How do you guide people? What are your steps? What's the change that happens? Well, the first thing that's really critical is um, I ask a question before I even take somebody on as a client. On a scale of one to 10, what number do you give on your level of a commitment to start yeah. your own business and succeed in it? And if they're a nine, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not my client. Mm. I only work with people that are a 10 out of 10 committed because ah. this is, <laughs> if you're not 10 out of 10, you're not all in. And, and just, you know, this isn't a sales thing. It's just like, I guarantee that my clients will make double what they pay me. Now, in order for me to make that guarantee, I'm all in. Like if they don't make double what they pay me, I'll keep working with them until they make double what they pay me. So yeah. if I'm all in, I expect them to be all in also. Absolutely. Uh, so that's the first thing. That's, that's, that's really the first step. And then a large part of the work that I do is helping melt misconceptions about business because the truth is, is most everything we've learned about business is a big fat lie. So, wow. Like, like what? Like what? Give us some examples. Very simple one, like people think the purpose of a business is to make money. Mm. The purpose of a business is to create a customer. Because if you don't have customers, you have no business and you have no, you have no money. You know, you know Joe. That Joe, people-centered focus is a game changer. Joe, I love that analogy. And, and we, we know Peter Drucker kind of you know, drove that one home for us. Yes. I have a, I, in, in my book, I have a quote that I added that says, the purpose of a business is to create a referral. <laughs> and, and the reason I, I threw that in there is because you know, there's a lot of people getting new customers here, but doing a bad job. And so the customers go away and don't come back and don't refer to you. So, so it's, it's important to create new customers <laughs> from existing customers. You know, one of the things I do in my sales process, and you know, this is something anybody can really do, is I say, this is before they hire me. Uh -huh. I say, should you hire me, I want you to be so happy. Three things will happen. Number one, you'll be a repeat customer. I want you to be so happy that when we're through with this, this phase that we're going through, that you'll work with me in the future again. Number yep. two is I want you to be so happy that you will refer other people to me. And number three is I want you to be so happy that you'll, you'll gladly give me a video testimonial. Nice. And I love it. And they haven't even done business with me, but I'm letting them know that their success is as important or more important than the money they pay me. Because I, 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 my business is based on my credibility. Because mm -hmm. I offer a guarantee that you're going to make double what you paid me, my success rate with my clients is 100% unless they quit. I love that. That is, a, that is a powerful way to define that. Now, you, I, had, I had jumped in to tell you about something or to ask you about something. You were on step number two. Do you have other steps? Um, well, the, 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 the employee escape plan is a six-step process. Well, let me give you the three-step process. Okay. Uh, do what you love, share the love, and receive the love. You know, you're doing something that you're passionate about, and it's something that's naturally you and if you're doing something that you love in terms of the way that you help people, mm -hmm. um, there's not going to be any resistance. You're going to wake up every day loving what you do because you've chosen to do something you love. Mm -hmm. Number two is share that love. You share that love with your clients and the way you interact with them. You share that love on stages. You share that love with 
Facebook Lives or YouTube videos, but you get it out to the world about here's the stuff that I love doing and I'm excited and passionate about. Mm-hmm. And then number and, and because of that, some people will say, wow, Dr. Pele, he's, he, 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 he's so passionate about what he does. I want to work with him. I'm going to hire him. And so the, the third part is receive the love. Mm. Um, that's a very general um, description of the work that I help people do, but uh, I've even got it broken down into a six-step process. No, I love, I love the way you sort of, you know, you know passion, heart, love. Um, a lot of people, I actually met someone once who said she does not believe that uh, these things, these soft things like emotion uh, are part of how success is created. I'm like, what planet are you living on right yeah, now? Yeah, right? no, no. You know, you know that, so, so. That's a misconception. You know, business is not always easy. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah. And it's your passion that is the thing that's going to pull you through those tough times. Uh, absolutely. So, so. On that note, we've all heard of people who say things like, um, you know, follow your dreams, follow your heart. Sometimes it's hard to do. What, what kind of pitfalls uh, do you have to sort of clear <laughs> and clean up for your, your clients? I mean, it's, it's hard to follow your dreams sometimes. Well, you need to connect your passion with the serving other people. Um, at the end of the day, um, again, the purpose of a business is to create a customer. And so, how can we take our passion and align it with principles to help other people? Ooh, is, is that a PPP uh, right there that you just that, rolled out? You better, just, you, you better go t- trademark that, brother, man. <laughs> I love <yeah>. that. <laughs> you know, here's the challenge with human beings. We are like a light bulb. And the mm. problem with a light bulb is it scatters light in all directions. But the same energy of a laser beam is the same energy of a light bulb, except it's focused and it's, it's got impact. It's got power. Yeah. And so one of the things I help my clients do is like, let's take inventory of all those scattered pieces. And then how can we take all of who you are and align it to do one thing really powerfully where you can dominate in the marketplace? You yes. know? How can we declare your expertise? I am an expert at fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. when you declare your expertise and own that expertise and use that expertise to improve other people's lives, businesses, relationships, health, you know, there's all kinds of ways we can organize our stuff. But if we can organize all of who we are into one powerful thing, we can now go to the marketplace and sell one thing. Uh, you know, I think one of the mistakes people make is they want to have 20 different products. Why not do one thing that yeah. is life-changing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what do you mean by rapid results marketing? Uh, You know, you know, um, and and, and what does a a successful customer of rapid results marketing look like for you? Yeah, everything I'm doing now is really under employee escape plan and building a better business. Mm -hmm. Um, But but when you have proven principles and you're in alignment with those proven principles and, and you're you're connecting those proven principles to people that you can really help things can actually happen very quick got it got it uh, it takes it may take a while to get all those forces working together but once they do the results can be very fast so do you have any favorite stories of uh, a specific customer that you helped that like was woo 
sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a bunch of them. I love talking about, you know, my successful clients. Um, gosh, I could give you three if you want. Uh, Chris Burns, you know, ideal client. You know, I met him at an event. I was the speaker at that event. After the event, he's like, I want what you got. He put 2700 bucks on a credit card. He wow. was a level 10 commitment. He had the money. He was motivated. I told him I could take him from zero to cash flow in a new business in 90 days. He goes, I want to go faster. I want to do it in 60 days. <laughs> That's my kind of client. Yeah. And um, um, he was that level 10 commitment. And today he's, he's running. Um, uh, he does his own podcast. He does the Your Greatest Possible Self 12-hour marathon on Facebook. And he chops up those episodes and puts them on uh, uh, in Apple, you know, in the podcast store, I guess that's what you call it. Yep. And, and um, yeah, he's, he's, he was a dream client. Um, Shanri Nato, she's a new client. Um, she came to me and she's this woman that has this natural, she has like, I think she was born with her third eye open, like very aware mm -hmm. of people and energy. And she oozes this sensuality and sexuality she's a dancer and and but she didn't know exactly how to offer that and um you know she made the commitment to working with me and within the first week she started making money but what we put together for her is to uh, she sees men and women in relationship sometimes they struggle and they lose the magic mm -hmm. and so one of the services that she offers is these vip days for couples where she gets a a nice hotel and she picks up the couple in a town car and they spend the day, you know, doing about four sessions, you know, early morning, late morning, early afternoon, late afternoon. And they work on communication and connection and intimacy. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, she does this in a nice hotel, like the four seasons or the, the Ritz Carlton. And then at the end of the day, she leaves the hotel room and the couple gets one more night to do magical things together. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, she, she's a new client, but she's rolled out and she's getting success right away with this. Cause you know, I talked to her for a year before she hired me. Mm -hmm. And then once we, because of those talks and me listening to her when it was time, when she put money on the table, you know, it was like, it was very easy for me to recommend a program with her that resonated with her. She's like, Joe, you like totally understand me. Yep. Yep. And, and, uh, you know, that's a success story. Yeah. Um, I got more, you know, but that, hey, that's hey, too. Well, you will. And, 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 and as you should, um, I would love to find out more about your journey with respect to big ticket clients. Do you work with companies sometimes, or is it solely individuals? Um, and I know that within individuals, you could also have big ticket clients. I teach my clients how to get big ticket clients. You know, um, right now my, 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 my fee for employee escape plan is going to become more ticket, uh, more high ticket. Oh, oh wait, wait, I like, no, no, let's call that more, more ticket. I like more ticket, <laughs> more ticket. Yeah. The price is going up to 5,000 from 3,000. Yeah. 3,000 is a pretty high ticket. It's a moderate ticket. Uh, but for people to invest in starting a business from scratch, you know, for a lot of people, 3,000 seems like a lot of money to them. Um, so, yeah, I, I think my biggest sale I ever made was about $120,000 um, selling computers and, and electronics and all that. Mm -hmm. do, you feel that there's a, do you feel that there's a difference in the way you have to approach marketing and sales with big ticket clients versus with 
smaller ticket. Let's just use that word. Yeah, you do. Number one is you really need to demonstrate that you understand the problems that the client is going through. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're selling a low ticket item, you don't need to have that level of connection. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people hire me for my intellectual firepower. People hire me because of my expertise. You know, there's really two reasons to hire people, either hands or brains. And yeah, yeah. Hands are never high ticket, but brains usually are. Gotcha. Um, but a lot of people don't know how to sell their brains. So the first part of selling your brains is to walk into the problem, to be able to connect. I understand your problem better than you understand your problem. And when I can demonstrate, I understand the emotions that you're going through. I understand your frustrations and I understand your fears and I understand your desires mm-hmm. and I understand your dreams. It's like the first thing that happens is that person feels diagnosed. They mm. feel like, wow, somebody finally comes along and understands the stuff yeah, I'm going yeah. through. I call that the psychology of empathy. It is powerful. Oh, empathy is everything. You know, if, if I don't understand what's going on in your world, I'll never really do consistently well at high ticket sales yeah oh by the way joe you mean big ticket sales we oh we only say big ticket here okay (laughs) big ticket for big fish yeah there you go there you go so so joe if you were to uh let's say you're stuck on a desert island it's just you and you know this big spaceship comes down and they say we have one question for you what is the one single piece of advice that you have for anyone who wants to learn how to sell big ticket clients like Joe Nicasio, what are you going to say? <laughs> I am going to say, well, that first part, what I just said, uh, is understand their problem very well. And then is have a system. Have a system to solve the problem. Show that you've given this thought. Have it mapped out. You know, what are, what is, what is your hierarchy? What is your system? What is your model? And when I can show you that I've given thought to solving this problem and I've solved this problem over and over again. So number one is have a model. And number two would be to have proof. Let me show you a hundred other people that I've solved that had exactly or a very similar problem to you. You're just 101. Of course, like I've done this a hundred times. It's exactly. Easy. Exactly. No, that, that, so. that's, that's powerful. Joe, we could talk for hours. I, I know that for sure. Um, in wrapping up, could you tell us how people can get a hold of you? If someone wants to either learn more about you or maybe even talk to you or work with you, uh, how do they get in touch with you? What's the best way to do that? So um, probably the easiest way is go to employeeescapeplan.com. Okay. And on the very top of the page is a button that that's a scheduling button and uh, you can schedule an appointment and get a complimentary uh, session with me. That's the easiest way. And then uh, if you want to Google Joe Nicasio and, and uh, I got a bunch of YouTube videos and stuff out there and a bunch of interviews I've done. and I got a ton of content out there. So uh, just Google me. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hey, just Google me. Okay. You know, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, one thing I want to add is that when you, uh, when you look for employee escape plan, remember that employee has two E's and escape has one. So it looks like three E's together. All right. That's how I found it right now. So I want to make sure everyone finds that. Joe, it is, it just, it's a blast and it's so much fun. And it's been a blessing talking with you. Thank you so much. You know, it is a, it, thank you for uh, having me on the show. And it really is a blast. 
um, to help people the way that I do. You know, I get these phone calls like, Joe, I just made the first sale in the business you helped me create. Wow. Or, or Joe, it's like I'm making enough money in the business you helped me create. I can quit my job now. When I get those phone calls, it's, it's worth more than the money that I get paid. It is so, nice. it warms my heart and I sleep so good at night because I know I am like making that difference in people's lives. And that's what I want for my clients. That's what I want for everybody is to do great work and know that like you're really making the world a better place because of the work you're doing. Yeah. And I wish that for everyone. Absolutely. You know, isn't it amazing when you know your why, which is what you've demonstrated right now. You know why you're doing this. Thank you so much, Joe. And we look forward to maybe talking with you another time, okay? Thanks, Dr. Pele. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Ticket Clients Podcast. For more episodes and strategies, visit BigTicketClients.com. That's www.BigTicketClients.com. And remember, you can't catch a whale with a worm.